is nil, and so we face relegation. Oh, we were the model club, Southampton Way, pride of the nation. Unless he was the king, he told the world that we were awesome. But then something went wrong. Les ran a long way. We had the chance in January to sort it out by quality. We didn't think to replace Van Dyke. We once bought gems. We now buy shite. The black box sucked. And now we're fucked. We are South Play that before the game. League One minus 10, Premier League match 34, season 2017-2018, Leicester against Southampton. Another thrill ride. Somewhere in December, it was becoming painfully obvious that keeping Pellegrino was going to mean we were in for a relegation battle. I saw some Saints fans already looking at the results that other struggling teams were getting and filling in predictors and all that sort of stuff. I said back then that there was absolutely no point in looking at other teams' results as we had to get our own house in order, otherwise it would all be completely irrelevant. Has the time come when we need to start worrying about other teams' results? To be perfectly honest, the deal is exactly the same as it was back in December. If we don't get our own house in order, then we are completely fucked. Having said that, at the end of the Chelsea block, however, I was guilty of looking at the fixtures that Brighton have left to play and pondering that they wouldn't get another point and that we would only need seven to overhaul them and then the bastards went and got a point against Tottenham, so by that logic, my new target is now 8 points. So it is pointless looking at other teams at the moment. There will be some point if we can win this game tonight. We have possibly reached the point of no return. Today we are playing a Leicester City side with absolutely nothing to play for, and it would appear a manager that no one wants to play for. That manager is of course Claude Puel, who started well, and it of course fueled the fire of everybody saying that Southampton were such dicks to sack a manager we finished 8th and got into a cup final with. We all said that there was more to it than that, but no one listened, and Leicester's good start under him seemed to confirm in everyone's eyes that our decision was a bad one. However, he clearly hadn't had time at that point to fuck everything up at Leicester. Now he has, and the rumours are that Leicester players and Leicester fans are getting pissed off with it. Their fans were so arrogant when they tanked us 4-1 at St Mary's, so they deserve it really. Hopefully, they will keep him next season and see the full effect. Maybe they can appoint Pellegrino to replace him as well. We have to go for the win today. There is no question about it. And if we play with the application we had at times against Chelsea and Arsenal, then we have a decent chance. They of course have danger men in Mahrez and Vardy, but they are the sort of team we should be able to beat if we apply ourselves properly, especially given that they have not much to play for. To be honest, I'm not expecting the team to be any different to the one that took the field against Chelsea. In preparation for the latest, most important game of the season, our resident rockstar Instagram model has gone for a football-related social media post this time to show that his mind is fully focused. That, however, would be a big wobbly, dangly, dirty lie, as Lamina has purely posted a picture of his fanny. That's his girlfriend's name, in case you were wondering. Look, mate, if I wanted to follow Jay-Z and fucking Beyonce on Instagram, then I would. A soundbite from Mark Hughes' post-match interview after the Chelsea game was that he knew which players he could trust and which ones were up for the fight. That led to some speculation as to which players he is referring to as not being up for the fight. 
The fact that Sims had come on ahead of Redmond and Buffal in the last two matches tells you that those two are being questioned. I would also suggest that Lamina is not focused and Gabbiadini doesn't really want to be here, judging by all the agent speak that has followed him around for about a year. The pre-match press conference for Leicester confirms some of this in that Buffal and Lamina are missing the game with unconvincing excuses. It's not quite my dog at my homework, but it's not far off and no surprise really. Two of our most expensive signings and probably two of the highest wage earners don't fancy actually earning their money. Wankers. In the event, we named the same side as the Chelsea game with Steve Davis and Jeremy Pierre on the bench in place of the can't be asked two. Leicester has some serious pace up front with Iannaccio, Gray and Vardy, as well as Mares just behind. They have some decent players, it has to be said. Hopefully Claude will have sucked any attacking instincts out of them. It's a game of severe pressing in the first few minutes as no one gets anywhere with everyone working hard to close everybody down. The first chance of any description is for Leicester as they work an opening for Mares, who hits a daisy cutter for McCarthy to fall on. I know we are trying to keep things tight but there seems to be a complete lack of any urgency and when we win the ball there is no one to pass the ball to. Our first effort of sorts comes from Tadic as a Bertrand cross is headed out to him on the edge of the box and he connects sweetly with a half volley but well wide. We accidentally create a much better chance as Romeo plays a 1-2 with Tadic and the ball finds its way out to Long and he puts in a really good first time cross and picks out Cedric at the back post. It's a wonderful chance to at least work the keeper. He's not marked and I probably have brought it down but he just shits it wide of the near post on the volley. Fullback or not, that was fucking rubbish. Then came the moment when keeping it tight should have paid off as Hoiberg threads a great ball through to Long who is virtually through. He should hit it with his left foot but instead he tries to square it to Tadic by using his right foot instead of his left and he resembles a clown with size 20 shoes and totally fucks it up and just knocks it to the keeper. Fucking garbage. After a brief renaissance and a couple of decent performances you remember that Shane is incredibly limited and not good enough to play clever flicks or do anything much aside from run fast. Half time and the good news is, is that we're still in the game and hopefully we'll step it up in the second half. There is nothing really to say about the second half. We are the better side in the first 15, but nothing is happening going forward. The first sub we made was JWP off and Davis on. Bringing Davis on is not exactly a positive move, especially when removing your best dead ball taker. We had a half chance when Tadic tried a shot, but it deflected to Long, which of course means that it didn't end up in the net, and the Leicester keeper smothered it. Leicester are no better than us, aside from one great long ball from Albrighton, which picks out Vardy, but McCarthy kept it out comfortably enough. With 15 to go, Charlie Austin is on, but Shane is off, so we're still pretty unadventurous. I think that Hughes is terrified of going four at the back, so he's hoping to nick it rather than really go for it. To me, with Austin on, you need more pace on the wings in Redmond or Sims. There is a rare moment of good defending from Cedric as he gets his head on a diagonal cross from Mares and clears it. It's the sort of cross that usually floats over Stevens and the guy Cedric is supposed to be marking usually scores. Redmond came on for Hoiberg in the end and in the last minute we double our shots on target as Austin tries one from 35 yards and the keeper saves easily. To be honest, I don't really know what to make of that. Actually, come to think of it, yes I do, it was a load of boring bollocks. Pellegrino had still been in charge and we played like that and drawn nil-nil, then I would be spitting feathers. I am reluctant to criticise Mark Hughes too much because I feel he has been handed an impossible job with everything that has gone on, but you have to question the fact that we appear to play for a draw tonight. Basically wasting a substitution by bringing on Steve Davis was a bit of a strange one, maybe pointing at the game management issue which was so obviously lacking against Chelsea.
as a player, Steve Davis doesn't add much in terms of going forward and scoring a goal, even when he's fully fit, let alone when he is rusty as a bag of old nails. Making a like-for-like -like substitution up front points to the fact that everybody was happy with a point today. I'm not happy with a point today, as Leicester had nothing to play for at all and were there for the taking. There seemed to be a collective lack of energy about us, and again, I think this is down to the rubbish that went on under Pellegrino with players not being fit enough. It was good to know that Les Reed and motivational Ralph were in attendance to see the shit show firsthand. Ultimately, those two are responsible, but particularly Les. He is the king of football at Southampton FC. He ultimately decides who we sell and buy. He decides on where we need strengthening. He decides who the manager is and how long the manager stays. He's had his successes, of course, but this year he has got it all wrong. It has to be said, though, that tonight a lot of our players put in piss-poor performances. I have never seen Oriol Romeo be as bad as that. Hoiberg had a dreadful second half as well, and JWP and Tadic were diabolical also, creating next to nothing for the strikers. By default, Shane Long has become our main striker, and today he showed how ridiculous that is, with the total fuck-up just before half-time. He should have just smashed it, but instead he tried to pass it, got his clown feet mixed up, and totally fucked it up. I cannot think of any other Premier League striker who would have tried to pass that ball. High energy running? Yep. Pressurising defenders? Yep. Footballing ability? Nope. Cedric and Bertrand on the wings gave us next to nothing going forward, and Cedric was back to his best wet lettuce impression when defending most of the time. The only four players to come out with any credit are the goalkeeper and the three centre-backs who all did pretty well. It was probably another nail in Claude's coffin at Leicester as well. He is gradually sucking the life out of them, and to be honest, they need to get rid of him in the summer before it becomes ingrained, and they go the same way that we are going. Today's draw, in my opinion, leaves us needing a further seven points to have a chance of staying up, which means basically two wins and a draw out of Bournemouth at home, Everton away, and Swansea away. At the moment, you would say there is as much chance of that happening as there is of Dusan Tadic winning the PFA Player of the Year award. I sit here after every game and try and write about it, but I really can't be asked to think about it anymore at the moment. Nothing much happened and it was dull as you like. I don't feel like I've watched a game. I feel like I've been repeatedly punched in the back of the head. Bring on the semi-final against Chelsea. It'll be a good day until the game starts at least. Oh, we were the model club.